0: And that is why yoga is not a contact sport. What's going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for our cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less here in Atlanta, Georgia. I am Adam Johnson. You're in Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm Dan Ray. So uh, we did the basically like a rebroadcast yeah. last week and got the, uh, the gift ideas out there for all the peoples. But like what have you been up to how was your how was your holiday
1: you know it was uh it was quiet we had um we did zoom thanksgiving dinner with my whole the big big old family from all across the country uh and that was good we did not do a turkey my family's not fond of turkey so i did a ham which i was as i was slicing it i decided to nickname it Hamala anderson okay which was a popular choice and then uh yeah i smoked up some chicken wings and Did a bunch of sides and let a family from across the country watch me eat. So that was how that went.
0: Great. Yeah, it was a good time. You? How about you? Uh, We ended up going to South Georgia to spend it with my wife's uh, grandmother and her dad, which um, we have not done before. Hmm. Um, We typically do like this big blowout with my family, but that's like 15 plus people and just didn't seem like the way to go. So uh, we opted to do something different and um, it was good. It was a change of pace. Other than the fact it was like eighty degrees and super like humid mm. on Thanksgiving, yeah. which was less than great,
1: yeah, not so Thanksgivingy.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's not anybody's fault in particular, but um, you know, switching back to the uh, the content as it were, um, the 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 gift guide episode did really well, and then we posted it on uh, on YouTube, and it's doing very well as well. And Dan and I thought, you know this is some good information and we really need to get it out to as many people as possible. So we should probably do something about that. Yeah. So what we have decided to do, if you haven't checked it out yet is we're doing a contest on our Facebook and Instagram page in order to win one of the items on our gift guide. So it's a super easy thing to do. All you have to do is share the link of the video uh, or the gift guide post on Instagram, since you can't share links there and then tag us the show, and then tag me and Dan individually so that we can see it. And on Christmas Eve, we are going to announce a winner, and that person will get one of the things on our list. And we will say ho uh, so, ho ho. Yeah, and right now your odds of winning are like really good, <laughs> super good. Uh, it's got like right now there's not a whole lot of people entered, so currently the rule is uh, you get a uh, you get a name in the pot for sharing on each platform. So if you post on Instagram and you post on Facebook, that's two entries. So I think if you are in the market for any of this stuff, you should definitely hop on and uh, share the video. Yeah. I think it's kind of a no brainer. It is. So, yeah. Um, other than that, you know, not much going on. No gigs. I do no need wildness. to follow up on a
1: previous topic.
0: Okay. Cougar town. Do it. Cougartown. Cougar Town.
1: So I've now finished Cougar Town, and you can let Amber know. I appreciate the recommendation very much. It was a, it was a fun watch. It ended in a way that was satisfying. You know, we left our friends there at the kitchen island doing their thing. I'll raise some red to them right now. There you go. The wine drinking on that show is epic. Yeah, religious, uh, legendary. Yeah, it's, it's staggering. Um, so yes, enjoyed it. Thank thank Amber for me. That was that was good.
0: I I certainly will. Um the yeah, that's just one of those shows they they knew that it was coming and so they wrapped it up in a nice cute little bow. It's one of the few shows that kind of ends in a somewhat satisf- like it, it it it's a satisfactory ending. You're yeah. like, "Okay, yeah. we can leave them. They're they're fine it, for everybody's
1: now." Everybody's pretty much happy. All the storylines kind of wrap up and then then yeah, they do an ep- the final episode is about like everyone's leaving, but oh no, we still love him. That's all good. So yeah, Yeah. it's pretty satisfying. That
0: was good. Yeah. We haven't gotten back into any shows in particular. I I take that back. We've been watching a show called the unicorn. Oh, I've uh, heard of this. Yeah. The first seasons on Netflix. Um, It's a story of a guy who uh, is recently widowed, but he's like, he's like a good person and like good looking. And so they call him a unicorn because he's like everything that like a single woman of that, age wants, and um hilarity ensues good it's not as sad as you would think it's it's much funnier and it's got like funny people michaela watkins and rob cordry are both in it and i'm fans of them um and then the main guys walton goggins who if you guys were like watch justified yeah um i unfortunately can only see him as baby billy from the righteous gemstones Uh, (laughs) and if you have not seen the righteous gemstones you have to see it Good to know. He, he plays a uh, a super greasy old southern televangelist, and it is just wow. legendary. It's, Very nice. It's next here. It's fantastic. It's good. It's good. So
1: Well, I just need to circle back on Cougar Town. Yeah. Just uh, for everyone who I know has been eagerly awaiting my final, yes. final verdict. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah for, that's why people tune into this podcast completely, 100%. Completely, yeah. It's not about the band And stuff. there's your 100% for all you drinkers out Ding.
1: there. Ding. Yeah.
0: So um, other than that, not a lot of gear news, not a lot of uh, music news. It's been kind of smooth sailing. I think one of the cool things that's been happening is uh, Spotify and some of these streaming platforms are doing like their end of year thing. Yes, And so it's been really cool to see all you guys who have uh, been tuning in. Um, We got a couple that, you know, we were in people's top five podcasts some of them we were number one uh the craziest one we saw was our friend uh ernie who found us in september and somehow got through all of the episodes yeah. uh up to this point and uh something like five thousand one hundred and seventeen minutes of us he's listened to that's over 86 hours i'm just going
1: to, going to go on record saying that's a
0: lot of us it's i don't maybe know that too i can much take that
1: much of us Mm-mm. yeah
0: no but uh, I've really appreciated all the well wishes. It's definitely been wind in my sails this week. For sure. Uh, with a with a cr- uh, crudded out laptop and a bunch of stuff that has not gone right. Um, all of the warm fuzzies from the podcast community have been great. Speaking of warm fuzzies, I would like to share a review that we got this week over on the Apple Podcast app. This is from NRFG von Kleinstadt, which nice. is quite a name. That is great, yeah. This one came in on uh, the 27th five-star rating. This podcast has something for even the most seasoned musicians doing covers. Been listening since the beginning and pick up great tips every week for things to keep working at and keeping an eye on how the market is changing. My bands have benefited from Adam and Dan's generosity with their time and experience in all things from gear to their abundance mindset. There you go. Got it. Yep. To improving the many non-musical aspects of cover band life. Thanks for everything, guys. It, that's I, I hadn't really considered the uh, non-music aspects of cover band life. I feel like that, I guess that's something we do talk about sure. a fair amount. Of course it is. Yeah. yeah. But yeah that's it, good. That one, that, that was a fantastic one. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's great refer- uh, N-R-F-G-Von-Kleinstadt for the kind words. Super great. If you want to be featured in an episode, you should definitely leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice or on our Facebook page. We see them, we collect them, we read them back to you. It's a whole thing. You should definitely check it out. Absolutely. Definitely do it. Absolutely.
1: You know, I do have one piece of gear news. Actually, it's um, okay. It's not news. That The news is that it's not news. Um, okay. so the quad cortex uh, neural quad yep. cortex um, it's been delayed a couple of times because new hardware is always delayed It's that's par for the course and they picked up Sweetwater as an exclusive distributor and now there's this drama happening because Uh-oh. everyone who pre-ordered is now well not everyone I'm not one who pre-ordered who is having this reaction but some who did are now all bent out of shape because maybe Sweetwater's going to get them before the first wave of pre-orders uh oh and the drama. It's it is it is intense. It is intense. Um and people keep quoting sales reps from Sweetwater saying, Oh yeah, they're coming in this week. They're gonna be great. You're gonna yeah, we'll be shipping, you know, by d- December twelfth, whatever. And Neural saying, No, that's no, we're no that there's no, that's no way that's happening. That's not happening. And um yeah. and they keep reaffirming that the first wave of pre-orders will get shipped first. Um, but there's just all this I don't know. I guess, I guess it is. I think I saw something like that happen with some line six stuff too. As it got close to release date, like did my place in line mean anything and it becomes a whole thing as a, as a, a highly awaited piece of gear uh, gets close to the yeah, market. I th-
0: but uh, I think the HX stop was kind of in that yeah, category.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm, y- y- <sighs> we're not gigging anyway, guys. Like,
0: <laughs> i don't know but you know for guys like us who do gear reviews true getting your hands on it early yeah. is definitely one of the reasons why you would want there is that to, there is that you know to sign up early yeah
1: and they have some in the wild that have been getting reviewed and um there's been some gig video that like looking over the player's shoulder like that's a quad cortex on the floor though oh, my goodness like Ooh. the community is very very aware of every time someone shows up with one so uh yeah, at some point here I'll have a I'll have a full review. Um There you go. But uh no no telling whether it'll be December or what. So,
0: yeah. I guess we'll see. Yeah. But uh good piece of info and uh something we can look out for uh in the future. And I guess we can post that little snippet on YouTube and watch, you know, the pile on. Yeah. That's right. The quad cortex folks uh really just getting on our case about things. Right.
1: Right. And We can just so, tell a little down. more for
0: them to work with. Yeah. Exactly fantastic so uh yeah other than that not a whole lot going on um i don't know if i mentioned this before but we we have brought on a music director for the organization okay so the um the way that it worked was that our 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 bass player decided he didn't decide he got a job offer, uh, in Los Angeles and was going to leave. So I was trying to find somebody who could fill his spot. Um, but also looking at the network I had around me and, um, some of these particular skill sets, and found, uh, a guy who has subbed with us before and a guy that I've worked with, uh, on multiple uh, occasions who knows a lot of productiony things. And, um, Approach him with the idea of, um, I, you know, basically being MD for the the agency. Mm. So that's technically three bands: uh, the '80s band, the '90s band, and then like the non-genre era-specific kind of event group. And being the guy that, like, you know, takes care of uh, headcount and rehearsal schedules. And uh, you know, he, one of the things he was wanting to do is convert everything over to Ableton, so we, we could have uh, a bit. More flexibility and cool productiony things um, with our live show, and uh, he was definitely on uh, on board with that. And so we are bringing him on as kind of like a partner uh, in the operation. Great, just to kind of take that off of my plate um, and give somebody who's definitely got uh, more of a gift uh, in that particular realm uh, to do so. Because uh, I just don't necessarily have the bedside manner <laughs> um, with uh, with players and stuff. So I, you know, he's a good fit. the The only Additional wrinkle to that is that our the bass player who was moving to Los Angeles just found out that like his job is going to be remote until probably next fall. Yeah, so he's not leaving right, right yet. Um, but I've already like every all parties are aware of the situation. Like, hey, just for clarity's sake, I kind of found another person to do this thing. But you know, we'll we'll figure that out when you know when gigs present themselves, which they have not. As of right now, these are all theoretical things that we're talking
1: Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's all preparation.
0: Yep. Yep. But I know that you wanted to dig into something in particular. Yeah. Um, so I'll go ahead and let you do it. So
1: um, the Clanky Lincoln's my main, main, one of my projects, the electric band, cover band project. Um, We haven't seen each other since our last gig, which was February. And you run into each other in town, had a beer once, but for the most part, you know, we just known that we were waiting and, um, we back in October, we got a date at Odin brewing place in town here that has its outdoor stage, beer garden thing, pretty well set up for yeah social distancing and whatnot, um, on December 6th, which if you are listening to this contemporaneously is this Sunday. <laughs> um, and so, uh. We had time. It was, uh, you know, not quite Halloween yet. And this was a December date. And we talked about how we were going to prepare and do. And, you know, we were real clear. We did not want to go on stage and fake it. Um, but that it's been, at that point, seven months, coming up on eight months. And we needed to get back together. And how we were going to do that was out- outdoors, um, specifically yep. in my backyard. And, um we scheduled some times to do that. It rained us out a couple of times. We got together once and it was great. Oh God, it was so great. And it was really rough. I would not have wanted to go on stage the way we were.
0: Um, what specifically was rough about it?
1: Remembering song forms, remembering parts, remembering, um, recent ish changes to how we were doing songs had fallen out of our brain. You know, you, you okay. know, vocal parts that we'd Recently organized the ones from way back that we've been playing for a couple of years. Those are in our muscle memories, not a problem. But sure. things that we added to the show in the couple of months before the shutdown were long gone from our brains. And um, all the transitions that that uh, between songs that we used to be just like laser crystal tight on um, now flabby and messy and couldn't get through them clean. Um, you know, it wasn't. The kind of thing if you'd played it live, people would have had fun. They would have people who've seen us before would know it was not our best night. People who hadn't would just kind of think we were okay, but it just wasn't, it's not the show we wanted to put out. Sure. Uh, and then we looked forward on the calendar and realized we had one more opportunity to get together, maybe two. And on one of them, we couldn't all be there, it was just gonna be bass drums and me. Other front mm-hmm. man wouldn't, wasn't able to make it. And then it looked like rain on the date after that, when we could get together before the show. So we ended up with essentially no opportunities to be all together again before this yeah. show. And, um, there was a call to make, there was a call to make at that point about, um, what we were going to do about that. I mean, you know, were we going to go on stage and kind of bluff our way through and say, Hey folks, it's been nine months, you know, we're we're, we're having fun and hope you are. I mean, there's a way to do that. That's not awful. Uh, but it's not, it's not how we want to be. We don't want to be remembered for, you know, stumping our way through something. Um, and ultimately it was Tony, our drummer who said, you know, we, we just, it's not us. We should, we shouldn't do this. We shouldn't do this. And I like to think I might've gotten there on my own too, but I might not have, I might've tried to to bluster through. Um, but for sure, with one of my guys saying we shouldn't do this, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna drag into the stage like that's you know, the, yeah. The call's been made, um, and it was the right call. I am aligned on the call. I'm not you know, I have no regret about that call being the one that got made. Um, but it it makes me think about times when, as a business, as a enterprise, you've got to make tough calls like that. Yeah, you know, and and, and you know, in this case everything about us wants to play. We just want to fricking play, you know? And, and, um, even if it's not fantastic, it was so great to get together that one time we managed it in the backyard. It was so good to see the guys and, you know, get some sound happening. And, um, so that might've been real seductive. That might've been attractive enough that we would have, I don't know, been willing to roll the
0: dice on it. yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See how it goes. And, you know, have some of it probably not go great and like kind of laugh our way through it. And, um, but ultimately, you know, I, I ended up calling the manager there and saying, you know, there's just at this point, there's no way we're going to be able to, uh, to put on the kind of show we want to put on. And he was completely cool about it. Totally got it. You know, um, I think a business person in this climate is very, very used to things changing totally last minute. Um, and we subbed in my acoustic duo, which essentially doesn't need to practice at this point. We've played, some recently, uh, recently enough that it's pretty much um, plug and play at this point for for that for that set. So, um, what we decided to do because it literally has been months since we've been together or talked or hung out, and that's a part you know we're missing the hang as much as we're missing the music, yeah, missing miss yeah, the guys. Sure. Um, so we have scheduled a weekly Zoom hangout um, that we may not make every week, but better to have it on the calendar and skip it sometimes than than let months go by. And, yeah. um, we were, we're going to have conversations now about what we want to come back to the stage with what we want to, um, leave behind in this time. You know, if we sort of tell the truth, if I tell the truth about the last few months before the lockdown, we were playing the same show plus or minus 10% probably for the last three months. And some of it was pretty tired. Sure. Some of it was, I wasn't loving all of it anymore. And, um, you know, we ended up playing to the same sort of ish and increasingly big handful of regulars who came over your time, plus whoever else was yeah. in the bar. And those regulars, you know, love what we do, but mixing it up on them is also great. Pro- probably, probably worth doing. Um, as long as we sort of do honor to what makes us us, right? There's a rap battle thing that's been part of our show forever that if we got rid of just, I don't know who we'd be anymore. But it had gotten kind of flabby. It had gotten a little, you know, repetitive and long and, we, you know, planning to cut it way down. Um, So those are the the conversations we're going to be having, you know, weekly now or more or less weekly. And um, so it's really, it's really a positive outcome, even though we didn't um, end up getting to do the thing we really wanted to do. So, yeah. Um, But it made me think about, you know, the hard call, making the hard call in your band and in your business. I can think of a couple others that, I, that, that like really took a gut check to do. What, what's there for you when I say hard call? What what have you had in your past?
0: You know, I, I've been thinking about that, you know, going back to the show that we played, I could definitely, like it hadn't even occurred to me, or I I, I can't imagine what it would have felt like to have the realization that you guys had, but having it in the middle of a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That we weren't ready. Right. Um I think that strategically and just kind of operationally our bands f- function differently. Yes. So our show is basically on wheels because we play to tracks 99% of the time. Right. So um you know everybody everybody's got cues, everybody's got clicks it's the same kind of thing. And maybe songs are in different orders, but like, because we hadn't done it in so long, we weren't looking to reinvent the wheel. They're like, here's this set that we know that we can just crush. And it's a two hour set. We're just going to do it top to bottom and just like, you know, hit it. And you know, for us, we, it was We were fortunate. The guys were prepared and, um, there was enough of it that was like programmed in that, like the show went great. Yeah. Um, you didn't have to remember song
1: structures on your own.
0: (laughs) The track gave you that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 I had put all that together long, long ago. Um, we have never been in a situation where we have had to cancel a show, but the show that we had done um, had been pushed back three times. Mm. And the third time that it was pushed, it was our decision to push it. Because of the situation and the, the, the count of... Um, of of people that were getting sick and hospitalizations and that kind of thing. We went to them like the day before the day of, it It was like, look, we, we just don't think this is the right move. And, um, they were, they were kind of in agreement. It wasn't like, there wasn't any sort of like push and pull on that situation. But, um, it was a thing where like, I, you know, circled my guys up and I was like, Hey, I don't really, I don't think this doesn't feel right. And so they were like, let's go ahead and, you know, let's have, let's have this conversation. Yeah. You know, for me, I feel like most of the time when I'm having conversation, like tough conversations or making tough calls, it's like dealing with people mm-hmm. and not necessarily like business decisions, right. like having uh, a conversation with somebody who, you know, maybe had too much fun on, on a gig or didn't kind of live up to their uh, their end of the bargain. Yes. Um, had to have those conversations before. And I've had to pull people off of gigs um, because of rehearsal, like showing up to rehearsal and not being prepared and like being like, hey, you know, you're, you're out for this thing. I I don't feel comfortable doing it or having you do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And you
1: just lay it out that flat. You just, here's a situation I don't.
0: Yeah. I mean, in, in both cases you are looking at this and you know what you expect and you know what your audience expects and you need to kind of make sure that um, those two things are in alignment. And if they're not, then, you know, you, you have to make those kinds of calls. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't envy that conversation, but I, you know, and, in having this conversation a year before or a year from now, maybe a totally different thing because like doing that kind of thing, when things are popping off and competition is high and, you know, the business is moving um, could probably be, you know, a, a detriment uh, to your reputation or, or that kind yeah, of thing. But like, could be, this is definitely like, you know, the exception to the rule. Um, nothing, you know, nothing that we have talked about this year has really been, That's right. <laughs> you know, That's s- right. standard operating procedure. So yeah.
1: we parted ways with a player early on in the clanky Lincolns after, um, a couple gigs, um, who just, um, wasn't, wasn't performing at, at the caliber we needed. Um, and I didn't really dig into why that was, it was kind of irrelevant. Um, but yeah, it was it was tough because of some relationships that existed among people in the band pr- long prior to uh, us forming. Um, sure. And um, but you know, it, getting everyone who needed to be part of delivering that message on the same page was part of it. Um, and then having that conversation in a on a phone call with everybody, um, and having it like be really clear that like this one player just it wasn't going to work. And, yeah. um, it's different, I think with, with a band like mine, cause we're essentially a democracy. I mean, I, I handle a lot of yeah. the business, but, um, in terms of the performance and the content and everything like that, and the, 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 the messaging, you know, to material that we put out we're we're essentially a democracy. So, um, you know, that took a band conversation. It took a group conversation to have that talk yeah. with that guy. So, um, but to get there was, <laughs> was, you know, it was. It was a gut check. It was. It was tough for particularly for um, Justin, my co frontman, who was f- friends with him, brought him into the band. Um, for him to sort of let that friendship not be part of the conversation and just have the yeah. have the business talk. Uh,
0: it's tough,
1: but
0: yeah, and, you know, I, I do. I think that you know when you're dealing with creative projects it can be kind of tricky i feel like cover bands it's a little bit easier because you can say hey this is a money making venture and yeah. these these are the the tent poles that we're kind of like operating under you know i have been through uh personnel changes with like original bands and they're messy and they're dramatic yeah. and um you know you don't quite you don't see that quite as much now i there, i've i've seen plenty of local cover bands like spill tea on yeah. social media which is just yeah tacky do and unnecessary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it's, it's never, it's never easy. And it is one of those things that you kind of, you know, it kind of pushes you uh, to be a leader mm. of some kind. Um, and it's, you know, we don't, we talk about being band leaders, but like being the person in charge means that sometimes you have to make the, you know, the hard decisions and, and and do the hard things. Yep. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm not quite a complete dictator, um, I will say that I have um, been an asshole um, in certain circumstances. Have you heard that term before? I have. So for those of you who don't know what that means, is that um, that's when you ask somebody for their advice and they give you that advice and then you ignore that advice right. and do what you were going to do anyway. Right. Um, right. I do try to, when, when, when there are conflicts or weirdness, I do try to hear people out. Um, and sometimes uh, I can, see things from their perspective and, you know, make adjustments and say, Hey, you know, maybe this was just a miscommunication and, and, you know, we're good, but there's been other times where I'm like, Hey, uh, this happened and it's not cool that it happened and it can't happen again. Um, or you're not going to be able to participate in this any longer. Yeah. So yeah, fun talks, you know, the necessary talks, they got to happen. No, I mean, I feel like for, for a lot of bands, this is going to be, Um, kind of a, a dissolution point. Like people are just like bands are just going to dissolve. I think, I think probably. uh, Yeah. If they haven't already. Yeah. Because taking time off for this amount of time is just tough. And like you were saying, you know, a lot of the times, you know, people are going to a keg party and a, and a band practice broke out. Um, (laughs) and, and not having the social aspect of it just kind of hurts. Yeah. You know, I I read some articles saying that, like, men specifically are, in the face of a pandemic, are kind of realizing they need more meaningful friendships. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like musicians, oddly enough, you know, we're not always the most well-adjusted. But in in this particular instance, having a band typically means that you have a very close circle of, you know, male friends that a lot of uh, guys our age don't. Right,
1: right. So... Yeah. And you know, not just, just, it's been a, it's been a year, man. It's been a year. Yep. <laughs> and we yeah. say that as if, that as if, you know, on January 1st, everything's going to be better.
0: Yeah. I, I posted that the other day. I was like, all y'all talking, like, you know, 2020 is almost over. Like it's like bad stuff. Isn't going to happen right the next day. Right. But I mean, I get it. It it, it does make sense to kind of like, well, it's all, let's see if we can maybe contain it to a certain degree. Um, but man, we've been having that conversation a lot. Like my, you know, Amber and I, we we just had our 14th wedding anniversary. Yeah. And um this has easily been, you know, one of the hardest years we've ever dealt with on so many levels. Like, take the pandemic out of the equation, like there was plenty yeah. without it. <laughs> yeah. And just pouring that on top of it. Um, you know, it's just been rough. Yeah. Uh so yeah, and
1: you know, there's it's not just in bands, you have to do the do the big the big boy thing. Put on your big boy pants and you know, talk straight about stuff and have the real conversation and
0: Well yeah, I mean that's that's a work thing, but like music isn't supposed to be work. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: Music's supposed to be fun. No, I mean anytime there are people involved, it's <laughs>
0: there's gonna be that Oh sort my gosh, of stuff. are people just not the worst? People, people suck. Yeah. Just, <sighs> just, so bad You know
1: what we need to do is design cover band Musician
0: robots, right? I think they they had those uh, at at these establishments called uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Wow, yeah, that's true. So it's it's a technology that's been around since the eighties. True, that's true. I will say there was a period of time where this guy, I think he's like in Tennessee, had bought all the robots to the Rock a Fire Explosion, which I believe is Showbiz Pizza, yeah. and um, had learned how to program them. And was basically like he set up the whole band in his basement and programmed them to do like more recent cover songs. Awesome. So I, I remember the one that I remember seeing was was them doing London Bridge that Fergie song. Great. It was really funny. It's great, it's great. Um, but that. like a lot of work. Uh, Paul Kent chi- <laughs> chiming in on the right. uh, live stream. That's a Seinfeld line. People are the they're the worst. We're the worst. He's right. We are not good Seinfeld impersonators. What's the deal with lampshades? People, Jerry. No, I mean, we could probably both do a good George.
1: He just shouts a lot. It's just Get out.
0: Yeah. Basically. Well, that's pretty much it, man. I'm sorry that that happened. I hate that for
1: you. It is uh it is simultaneously a bummer and um if I'm honest a little bit of a relief and um you know and it, and it puts us in a place to to really come back stronger. I mean ha- how many months we've we been saying, "Oh, take this time to improve your whatever." Oh, we haven't been. You know, so we're actually going to do it now as as perhaps the world spends its last few months doing this and gets ready yeah. to come out from under the you know, mm-hmm. under the covers and see the sun again
0: you know what i've been spending my time doing What's up? i got a beer advent calendar sweet so every day i get like a new german tall boy sweet they both they've all been really good so far um i'm having a, a Heiney zero zero that's, though That's for, good. In the moment
1: that's good I, I have a nice red
0: here for cougar town fantastic well guys thanks so much for tuning in uh, did you have any parting words or have you said your piece and you're ready to ride off into the sunset? Let's do
1: this thing. I've, I have nothing more to, I've, I've said my, I've said my, blow my shot. Let's do it.
0: Honestly, this has been like you, you took the reins on this one. This is, it's been a while <laughs> since you've, uh, yeah. I, I I was just, I was merely an accessory Well, in my, uh, in my buddy, the elf shirt. You just. were a,
1: you were a, a strongly contributing accessory.
0: <laughs> Guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for all of you on the live stream. Uh, Paul Kent from Gig Gab. I mean, we have greatness in our midst.
1: Let me say this too. Well, I, so there is this. I, I was called out for having dulcet tones on a recent episode of the Gig Gab podcast, um, which thank you. I, I get that. Um, apparently, we have listeners who, before we started doing the video streaming, assumed that I looked like Pen Apparently, my voice reminded them of Pen and they expected me to look like him. So... That is not a thing I've ever heard in my voice, but, uh, but I'll take it. I will definitely take it.
0: I've definitely thought about like getting a cameo of him, like give him like a script and like, just do one, like just a, like a two or three minute bit where yeah. we just go back and forth. Like, Hey man, you don't, you, you sit, you feeling okay? You know, but, uh, apparently I have some sort of like honky squeaky voice in <laughs> comparison. <laughs> well, Hey, you know, I know what I'm good at. Apparently, you know. When you the... sing with
1: it, it's angelic.
0: There you go. Yeah. I just don't, you know, I've got a face for radio is what they, mm-hmm. they tell me. Mm-hmm. But not a voice, apparently. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, hitting us up on the live stream hitting us up on uh, the Facebook group and the Facebook page and on podcasts, but like we have really been feeling the love um, these past couple of weeks. And like I said, couldn't come at a better time. Uh, thanks to your continued support. If you want to help us out, you can do all of the things or any of the things that uh, Dan is about to mention in the post roll, but that's going to do it for this week. From Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. from Greensboro, North Carolina. I am Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, episode 131. Have an awesome week, guys.
1: Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. If you want to help us, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice. Facebook.com slash CoverBandConfidential, Instagram at CoverBandConfidential, and Twitter at CoverBandConfid. If you have any questions, please email us at CoverBandConfidential at gmail.com and consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash CoverBandConfidential. And for more info, check out www.CoverBandConfidential.com.